You're listening to Strictly Anonymous on the Riotcast Network, riotcast.com. Do you have a story, lifestyle, or situation you can't talk about to anyone, to anyone? Or do you just want to let your freak flag fly and be on the show? Well, Strictly Anonymous wants to hear from you. Send us an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com with your story and your anonymous name. And remember, everything is Strictly Anonymous. Strictly Anonymous. Hey, welcome to the Strictly Anonymous Podcast with Kathy. If you want to follow the Strictly Anonymous Podcast on Twitter, follow the show at Strictly Anonymous, me at Cartoon Therapy. If you haven't subscribed to my show, subscribe. If you can write a review, write a review. If you, what else? If you want to be on the show, this is a call and advice show where I give total strangers my unprofessional advice. Uh, send me an email at strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com or go to my website strictlyanonymouspodcast.com and click on be on the show. I'm always looking for people to call in. Uh, I talk to people who have interesting lives, secret lives, naughty lives. I talk to people who have problems and are looking for advice because I like to help people. So if you fall into any of those categories or just want to be on the show, like I said, send me an email at strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com. The good news is I finally figured out the new garage band. I have a new computer. Everything is back to normal (laughs) uh and i have a new caller on today and her name is sarah now sarah wrote in just just sort of trying to give me like two cents or just wanting to give me two cents on an on an episode and like i always say like right into my show if you also just want to give me your two cents because i love to hear from people who listen to my show um and then i was like and she said that she had like some fantasies maybe like she felt like she was a very vanilla person and had a, just a normal relationship and thought but she had these like fantasies after listening to a bunch of my shows so i was like well, do you want to come on the show and talk about it she's like yeah let's see like you know maybe we'll get something out of it and turns out this girl is not vanilla now, I think a lot of times it's very good to like to like put out very low sort of not expectations, but like you talk yourself down because then when you meet somebody, you're like, wow, that person's so much better than I thought. <laughs> that's like that's that's what happened on this call. I thought I was going to have to try and figure out how to make this girl interesting because she's so vanilla. And I use that word uh, a lot in the beginning of the episode. And it turns out she's not at all. She's hardcore. She did a lot of things at a very young age. She tried all kinds of things like threesomes and she's really into girls and she's like into open relationships and you just got to hear how it all sort of comes out. It's it was it was like blew my mind because like I said I thought I was just getting on the phone with some regular girl I wouldn't say boring I don't think anyone's boring I find people fascinating that's why I do my show and I think if you talk to anybody long enough you could find out fascinating shit and like on this call besides like the fascinating sex stuff that she didn't even really realize was not vanilla (laughs) there's this whole thing that goes down or that is a part of her relationship with her boyfriend like some issues that he has that she talks about that I had never heard of and it was that was fascinating too so Besides not being vanilla and being into like, you know, some really hot things, she also has uh, interesting stories to tell about other things. (laughs) So I'm going to be right back on with Sarah. Do you have a story, lifestyle, or situation you can't talk about to anyone, to anyone? Or do you just want to let your freak flag fly and be on the show? Well, Strictly Anonymous wants to hear from you. 
send us an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com with your story and your anonymous name. And remember, everything is strictly anonymous. Strictly anonymous. Hey, Sarah. How are you doing today? Welcome to the Strictly Anonymous podcast. Oh, hi. I'm glad to be here, I guess. <laughs> yeah, right? Like, you're a listener that wrote in the show, like, and you just had, like, some funny two cents that you wanted to give me, right? And you were like, uh, you know, first of all, you, like, hate Dr. Guy, and you're like, why the fuck would you be friends with him or something like that? I <laughs> hate Dr. Guy. Every okay. time one of his episodes comes on, I listen for, like, 10 minutes and turn it off. Oh, my God. <laughs> Wait, but why? But, okay, first of all, he does mumble, so he's hard to understand, right? But why do you listen for 10 minutes and turn it off? Because he just seems like such a douchebag. He's just like so fucking irritating. I like don't even know what it is. He's, you, <laughs> you obviously don't have my issue where you like had a bad dad and you are attracted to like douchebag guys. Do you know what I mean? Like, I mean, I talk about it all the time on the show. Like I do. Ha- I'm like a douchebag magnet. Right. And then like, even though I don't date him and I only date him for a short time, like I feel sorry for people like it. Like, I don't know why I befriend guys like that. Like I have a sickness because there's been other guy friends of mine on the show that have been just as obnoxious as he is. And uh, I think people are like, why? What's wrong with Kathy and her friends? Do you know what I mean? <laughs> no, absolutely. No, I definitely have like a the opposite of you I like have like a nice guy magnet <laughs> like I can't even say like an ex that I don't think is a good person oh my god I like <laughs> that's so great but see yeah, the weird know. thing is is I'm friends with all of my ex but they're all psychos but like what does that say about me right like attracts like and I'm friends with all of them still because I could accept like the flawed really bad guys like that's the problem with me because my dad was super obnoxious and rude and all those things but because he was my dad I think I always could find something good in douchebags you know it's like a weird thing so you must have had a good dad a nice guy dad right you did right yeah totally yeah these things really make (laughs) these things really make a difference Uh, You know what I mean? Like the way you were born, the way you were raised. And you're like, you told me, I mean, you really wrote in just to talk about how irritating Dr. Guy is and whatever, blah, blah, blah. But you also did say that like you're like in in a very vanilla relationship, right? Like you're like whatever age, you're in your 20s, your boyfriend's in your 30s. But you have like non-vanilla fantasies, right? That you kind of think about sometimes when you listen to my show. Yeah, so uh, it's like one of my guilty pleasures, actually. So I sit in a yeah. cubicle for 40 hours a week, and right. I like to listen to your show while I'm at work, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> which is probably bad, but nobody knows what I'm listening to, so it's fine. Please. I was born but. in the wrong generation. Like, I was thinking of that today. Like, I was at the movie theater, and like, all the people that were waiting to go in and like clean up the movie theater were all just sitting there on their iPhones, like Googling shit or whatever they were doing. You know what I mean? And I was like, yeah. why wasn't I, like, when I was young, like, because I'm so old now, like, when I was your age or like real or younger, and I had to work like stupid jobs that were like so boring, there was nothing I could do. Like, I just had to sit there and like think about things. Like, there was no iPhone I could. <laughs> look at there was no games to play people to text like I was like oh my god I would like imagine the torture of like just sitting in a cubicle with no phone and nothing to listen to or no we didn't even have computers like it was ridiculous now you could like have a job where you drive an uber when you're like 20 right and you could like work whenever you want and stop working whenever you want and talk to drunk people all day like and not have a boss like I'm sorry, but I'm very, I really wish I was young now because no, you have it way better cool. than I had it. Yeah. But like, imagine like you always talk about like back when you were crazy. Yeah. Like imagine 
I am so paranoid to ever do anything like when I'm out drinking because somebody's going to take a picture and there will I be video proof. Yeah. Like, but so the, I mean, know, there is a bad side to that. Well, not <laughs> really, because I don't think a lot of people have your guilty conscience. Like, I, you know, I think it's like you're like you are rare in that you're afraid. Or do you think a lot of people are like that? I don't know, because maybe we only see like the train wrecks out there. Right. That are doing stuff all the time. And it seems like I think that the younger generation is super like they don't give a shit about anything. But you actually like curtail your behavior because you're afraid it will get all out there on social media and stuff. It's like definitely a constant thought. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm definitely one of those that was raised in the church. So I do carry a lot of that. Like, you know, the constant guilt with you wherever you go. I mean, (laughs) But it's not bad. But because No, it's definitely something I think about, like when I'm out and about. Yeah, <laughs> I don't think I, I don't think I don't know that I would have thought of it or how it would have changed things. Maybe it would have made me more accountable. And maybe I wouldn't have like gone off the rails so much. But like it was like I could and the only people that would know about it were like, you know, my friends or, the you know, so yeah, it was a different time. But um, I'm still jealous. And I really feel like I was born in the wrong generation. But you, <laughs> like I said, you have a, like vanilla relationship, but yet you have non-vanilla sort of fantasies. And like you did say something about like you wish you could be the unicorn for like a couple. And the unicorn that I talk about on the show that people that are the couples that are looking are they're always looking for a girl to join in on a threesome and they want a single girl. But that's the quote unquote unicorn that exists, right? The single yes. girl that's willing to join and hook up just sexually with like a a couple, right? They always wind up having to be with another couple or whatever, right? Because they can't find that girl. Well, and couples always talk about how they can never find that girl. And I'm like, oh, I want to do that. Like, I want to be your unicorn. (laughs) But that's why they're all unicorns because even the girls that want to do it, like you, are in are nice girls that went to church and that like their guy and that would never probably do it in real life, right? But they wish that they could or they fantasize about it but you probably maybe would never I don't know you tell me uh I mean I totally think I would if I was like single in a, yeah if I was single and like in the place that I am right now I think I would absolutely do it and what is your fantasy to like wh- is it that you want to be with a girl and a guy or do you just want to be with the guy do you want to be watched like what do you think it is about that scenario that turns you on um both so I like um Okay, so I lost my virginity when I was kind of young, and the second time, my, like, second sexual experience ever was a threesome. Okay, so wait, let's start off, Miss Vanilla. That's not really Vanilla. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, wait, so how old were you when you lost your virginity? I was 15. So not, like, super young, but, I mean... I was, I was 15 too. And that was at my time, that was like really young, but that is kind of young. I mean, it's not like, I think the average age would be like 17, right? For a girl, like 15, I think is still a little young, right? But how did you lose it? Was it with like, did you have a boyfriend at the time or was it like a drunken thing or like, what was your losing your virginity story? Yeah. So like plot twist, I was dating a boy from church uh-huh. and like our families all knew each other and we were dating and we decided we were going to have sex, which was cool. Okay. And then, like, one of my other friends from church was, like, also a virgin. So he and I had, se- had sex once, and then we decided that the three of us were going to have sex because we didn't want to be wait virgins a anymore. Okay, but <laughs> who was, wait, your second, your first losing virginity story was, or you first lost your virginity with this guy, and then you guys said, oh, let's go do a threesome? 
I don't know. Yeah, pretty okay. much. So like I lost my virginity to this guy and then there was another friend we went to church with and she was like, what? You're not a virgin anymore? Like, right. Oh, that's crazy. And then I was like, well, let's just all do it. Wait a second. Just rewind a little bit. So the guy <laughs> that you did it with that was a virgin too, he was your boyfriend kind of, right? Like you guys were dating? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, totally. And how long were you dating for? Oh, God, like three months, maybe. Okay. And so they, you guys decide to have sex. And even though like you're a church going girl or whatever, like you, you're like, you're down to have sex at 15. Oh yeah. I was like, I want to do this. Okay. You wanted to get it on. You wanted to get in that world. That's how I was. Like, I couldn't wait to have sex. Like, I just want, I felt like that was like a part of being a grown up, and I just wanted to be a grown up. You know what I mean? Like, I just wanted to know what it was all about and just get in it. Right. So you got it. I was so ready. Right. You were ready (laughs) and you wanted to experiment. And so you did it with that guy. And then right afterwards, you told the girl that's your friend? Yeah, I like told her. And she was like, oh, my God, no way. Yeah. And she was like a little jealous. And she's like, I want to do it, too. And you're like, why don't you have a threesome with us? Yeah, pretty much. I mean, like, that's kind of how it went down. Right. And then what did she say? And now did you know that you were into girls? Um, I mean, I didn't like no like acknowledge that at all Uh but it was like the experience was really hot at the time and did you know that because like really like listen if you're dating a guy and I don't know we'll get to your like your current relationship I mean you didn't say that any of that kind of stuff goes on with this guy I don't know I'll ask you that in a second but like with this guy because like you're dating a guy and when you say to this girl like let's have a threesome and you're gonna so it's like you're gonna let her lose her virginity to your boyfriend so that's kind of like now you're like sort of also besides sort of dipping your foot in the lady pond right and hooking up with a girl you're also sort of having kind of like an open relationship because you're letting her fuck your boyfriend yeah it's like weird when I think about it now because at the time we were all just like yeah this is so great but like fast forward to now I like don't know why all of us thought that was so great like it seems so crazy to me <laughs> right and you don't, but you we don't were consider yourself a crazy <laughs> you were what we were like about it. We we're like, yeah, let's do this. And he was like, of course I want to do that. Like, oh my God. He <laughs> I've was only like... had sex one time in my life. Like, <laughs> Yeah. He was like, who knew you could find girls like this at church? Or maybe we all know that you could find girls like that at church, right? That's where all the we girls all know are, that. right? <laughs> right? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So, so that girl, and she's your friend. Good news. Strictly Anonymous podcast is looking for people to call into the show. So if you lead an interesting, naughty secret life that you want to talk about while remaining anonymous or not anonymous, if you're out and proud, that's cool too. Send me an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com. That's strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com. Or go to my website, strictlyanonymouspodcast.com. Dot com and click on be on the show. If you have a short confession that you want to get off your back, call my confessions hotline 347-420-3579. That's 347-420-3579. You could call that number 24-7. I change all the voices on the confessions too. So you remain anonymous. The number, the website, and the email address will all be in the description. Yeah, I mean, not as much anymore now, but at the time, totally. Okay, and you were attracted to her? Like, did you know that you were, like, going to get it on with her and the guy? Or is that what you wanted? Is that what she was into? Um, So she was a little more than I was, like, then, because I just didn't know. Mm-hmm. Um, But then, I mean, once it was on, it was just, like, great. 
Um, but how did it get initiated? Like, did you guys plan the whole situation? Because, like, you're young, right? So, like, where are you going to have a threesome in a car? Like, No, like, I don't know where his family was, but he had the house to himself. Okay, so you decided to do it at a house. And, like, did you keep this, like, a big secret between you guys? Or, like, is it, like, because in my day, like, if, like, people were having threesomes, like, two girls were hooking up, like, that was, like, something really taboo. You would keep that shit to yourself, right? This is a long time ago. But in your time, like, how does it go? So he went to a different school. Okay. Than I did. Mm -hmm. And so did she. And so oh, that was nobody good for really you. knew. Yeah, right. exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, so nobody knew anything more or less than I wanted them to, which was nothing. Right. Like, I mean, we didn't really talk about it. Right. Okay. So now how did it go down? Did you guys like drink up to get the nerve? Like, you know, like how did, so like what just, exactly happened? So I'm on the West Coast. And so everybody knows Pothead pretty much because, you know, that's just how we do it out here. So we just all got like really stoned and just like lit some incense and just like kind of started hanging out and got naked and and who fooled like, around with who like so you fooled around with the girl did you do everything with her did like what was happening I mean no. people no so like I she and I started like making out and then he came up behind me and then he and I started having sex and they were making out and then he started fucking her and I don't know, like she and I didn't really like do anything except for just like touching. Uh huh. Um, and he just got to enjoy himself with both. Yeah, and <laughs> like, did did you like like did a part of like you watching him fuck her like turn you on? Like, did you like sort of experimenting with her? Did you like seeing your guy with someone else? Like, what was? yes to all of that to all of it so you were like Which, like at the time I didn't really acknowledge because I was so young and like so unex- inexperienced and I was like this is so weird and like I don't even know how yeah. I feel about this right now but like I'm glad it's happening uh-huh and, <laughs> and that was pretty much like all I felt about it afterwards too I was like I don't even know what to feel about this but I, that was really awesome but right. no it was so hot I like even like you know like 10 years later I remember like seeing them fuck each other and being like oh my god this is so hot right like, and this now is awesome i get to be a part of this does your guy <laughs> now know about that experience no he doesn't so have you ever so after that threesome with the girl and the guy like did you guys ever like do it again or was that like a one-time thing um so we hung out again mm-hmm. and then in standard church fashion um he felt guilty for having sex outside of wedlock and told his pastor Oh, turn around guys. He and... Mormon? That's like a thing. No, no. It was just like he like felt guilty. And so he like told his youth pastor, not like a lead pastor, but like somebody he trusted. And the guy he trusted like called his parents. Oh, because he, he was so jealous. Are you serious? The guy yeah. Oh, yeah. called his parents? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So wait, did because he go just, back? Like, inappropriate and... behavior. Yeah, but wait a second. Did he like go back and tell this guy like... I had sex with two girls. <laughs> no, God, oh, no. Okay. <laughs> I think he just, I mean, I don't, we never really talked about it after that because like we all were in the same church. So like his parents knew my parents. Oh my God. So did it get back to your parents? Yeah. So I like stopped going to church there. I got in a bunch of trouble. He got in a bunch of trouble. We didn't see each other for a long time after that. <laughs> 
Okay, but wait a second, because these kind of situations always fascinate me too, like the whole religious sort of guilt thing, talking to your person and like, you know, sort of feeling compelled to have to tell. And, Mm -hmm. you know, I remember talking to one Mormon girl where that was like a thing where they did, but this isn't Mormon, right? And it's not like... No. But so, and he had a good time and you guys did it again a second time, right? That's when you said you hung out again? Yeah, we like hung out again as friends, but we never like had sex the three of us again. Okay, but you did hang it, we out. never had like the opportunity. Right. But there was nothing wrong like as far as like our friendship and stuff. Like right. it, it was all good. Now, did he like tell you like did were there any signs that he was like on the verge of like sort of falling apart and calling up his youth guy and t- telling like did he seem like he felt bad to you? Did he talk to you about it at all or was it a total yeah. shock? No. So he was like, I just like feel kind of conflicted. Like I'm happy and like things are good, but I just feel like we shouldn't ever do that ever again. Okay. And what did you say? And I was like, I don't know. I was young. I was like, okay, whatever. Yeah. Right. You know, like, mm-hmm. I don't know. Even back then I knew he wasn't going to be the only person I slept with. So like, <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. I was just kind of like, okay, you know, whatever you need. And now, and, um, yeah, go on. Yeah. And you had only had sex with this guy twice, right? The time you lost your virginity and then the threesome. <laughs> right yeah okay and he's and how old was he was he your age he's 17 he was 17 now Mm -hmm. and he was a virgin right that was his first time Mm -hmm. yep wow so interesting so yeah he tells you that oh maybe we shouldn't do this again and you're like okay and then does he tell you i have to like call up and tell or i just told and like they're they're gonna call your parents like how did or did you just get blindsided by that yeah, so I like was out and about with friends actually and I like he's calling me and I'm like, Oh, I wonder what he's doing. Like maybe he's gonna come hang out. I pick yeah. up my phone and he's like, Hey, I don't know what you're doing right now, but like your parents are probably gonna call you if you're not at home. Oh my god. I, I made a mistake. And I was like, What are you talking about? And he was like, I fucked up. <laughs> and uh, I was so like, he what? he regretted that even more right after he did it. Probably. Yeah. Right. Okay. Im- immediately. Okay, now he's a little like, bit more normal. Because the guy to was going to say anything. Yeah, okay. Now he's like just more normal, just confused young guy. Yeah, totally. So he was like, oh my God, I fucked up. I like felt bad. I told this guy and now he called and ratted me. Now, let me ask you this. Are they supposed to go and tell your parents or like, or is it the thing where like you could go to them in confidence and be really honest with them and they don't go back and tell your family? Is that, isn't that the way it should be? The that's the way it should be but like honestly the only church that's honor bound like that all is like a priest in confession right like otherwise it's everybody else's personal like nobody's like uh contractually bound to like be that way Uh, right but you would think like people who are like wanting to work with youth and like support kids Mm -hmm. wouldn't be like dickheads (laughs) right or i don't see what the if a teen is like struggling with something you would think they wouldn't like turn around and be like oh Yo. But maybe, maybe they have to if like they come with situations like, I don't know. That's like a weird thing. It's not like, you know, it's a school and he was having sex in school. You know what I mean? And then maybe there's a reason. It's like, it's a very great area. I don't, I don't really understand what. I don't think they have to though. Like I, right. I mean, I spent years and years in church and then I worked with youth for a long time. Uh huh. Yourself. And I never once felt, yeah. And I never once felt compelled to like share something with a parent of a kid who was confiding in me and now did any of them ever confide in anything like sexual like that like oh i'm having feelings about having sex or i had sex or like that kind of scenario is that the kind of things that these kids would come to you with 
no, not sex message. Honestly, mostly just like drugs, like drinking and smoking out. And like they all had boyfriends, but like I don't, we never talked about it. Right. They could have if they wanted to. And I think they all kind of knew I knew like the ones uh-huh. that were having sex, but like they just, if they wanted to talk, then we could. And then if not, that was okay too. And I was just kind of there to support them. Right, right, right. Because they need somebody, somebody closer to their age that they feel like they could be honest with and maybe has been through it, right? That's like their peer, yeah. but maybe a little bit older and wiser. And did when they came to you with like drugs and alcohol stuff, like you never felt compelled to tell. And did the per- people that you work with tell you that you had to tell? Like, what was the rule? There wasn't one, you know, like... No, I never once felt like I needed to. I mean, I would guide them in the best way that I knew how. Right. And, and like, try to help them be responsible. Right. Yeah. And like resources if they needed them. Um, just as far as like our community and stuff. Right. Mm-hmm. But no, I never once felt the need to tell anyone anything. It's nobody's business. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, like, I don't understand that guy, the youth counselor's sort of mental, like what he was like, you know, this guy, this young guy comes to him and says, oh, my God, I had sex out of wedlock and I feel really guilty. I mean, he could have just like talked him through it and been like, just don't do it again and call it a day. Like, what did he think getting his parents involved would do? Right. And then they got called your parents. Like, so he named you. Well, like everybody knew we were dating. Oh, okay, So that's how they knew. Mm-hmm. Oh my God! So the guy calls his parents. So and then your what do your parents say? How uh, horrified they like, were they? They were like mortified, but like also like I mean they were angry. They were just like what the fuck. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> but they weren't like angry or anything. And they were like, but what if you got pregnant? And I was like, I'm not pregnant. And like mind you, this was like a month after it happened. Like oh my he God, sat though, on but it if, for a while. Imagine they knew that you fucked a girl with him. Like, and like oh you know God. what I mean? No, never. If they all <laughs> knew the, imagine that youth counselor knew the truth. <laughs> oh, Jesus, I know. He didn't I tell him that, right? I don't, I doubt to this day he would even admit to that. Really? Why? He f- would feel guilty about that? He should be like, most guys would be oh. bragging about it. He went back into, he like nosedived back into the church and everything so hard and then like went to Bible college and is now like dating a pastor. What do you mean a pastor? Like a woman pastor? Yeah. She's like a children's pastor. She like does like little kids and they like, he like dove as far back into that as he could. (laughs) Wow. So many guys would like, it's like so weird that that sort of situation was wasted on somebody that didn't even appreciate it. Right. You know, it wasn't really his thing. You know, he's just like a more very vanilla guy. Right. But he and he was handed like this thing that like most guys would like die for. Right. There's probably like 50 year old guys that never had that in their life. You know, this was like a young guy that was like, here's your little past. And it wasn't for him. No, no, it absolutely was not. And uh yeah, so that was that I was mean, a to cool each their own. Yeah, that's that's it's just so <laughs> interesting to me that that whole church thing. And so your parents were kind of you had to stop. You had to you got like thrown out of the church, or did your family take you out of oh, there? Oh God, no, no, did you guys not at just all. Leave or you stopped going because you, people all knew about it. I mean, wh- I just stopped going because everybody knew, like everybody knew all the all the adults in the church knew. Can you believe? Like, how is that? Like, that's so. It was fucked so. Up. How is that Bad. help? Like, wh- how does that help the teens that are are struggling with confusion to have like everybody sort of judging them and knowing their business? Like that should that's oh, really so the doesn't. problem. It was so hard, and I was like fifteen, and I was like, 
I don't even like I feel so uncomfortable. I feel like everybody's looking at me because they were. And yeah. like he had three older sisters who all went to the church and they all knew. Who had three? Oh, he did. He did. So all those girls and, went and told everybody. Yeah. Right. Just like that little slut got my brother in of so much course. trouble. and blah, You know. Oh, and it's just, all your fault. Right. Oh, yeah. And so I was like, I'm out. <laughs> and how did you get him in trouble? I mean, you didn't force him to have sex. Didn't he come to you and say he wanted to have sex? Or was it your idea? <laughs> I mean, no, we just like wanted to do it. Like, and he seemed we were to enjoy and we were it. young and virgins. He's yeah, like, he totally enjoyed it. Right. Interesting. It's so weird. And yeah, it's like, it's so weird that like, I think the sort of aftermath of all that could be a lot more scarring than the fact that you were having sex at a wedlock. You know what I mean? Like this guy went to confide that he was having some conflicting feelings and then everybody is turning around judging you and like calling you names, you know, that's a lot Mm -hmm. worse than. Oh, yeah. And it's weird. Like, look at how like they were calling you like you were the worst one in the situation. Right. It was like he was like the victim. Oh, absolutely. You know, but it was like my. So it's like the same denomination, but my parents went to that same domination church in like the next town over. Right. So like we all knew each other, but like I didn't have to see them on Sundays. Uh huh. But like I went to church there. I went to church there, but my parents went to the same denomination in the other town. Right. So like they didn't like feel it as much. So I just started going with my parents again. So right. I just like felt forced out of that trip. But I mean, I was still like involved. I was like, you know what? It's not the end of the world. Like probably shouldn't have done it. But like, I'm going to be okay. Also, I can't show my face in that building. Um, <laughs> no, but that's good that it didn't and that like, was like I just kind of brushed you. it off. Because something like, like that could be really, I think, but you're obviously have had like, and I, this is, it goes back to the whole, like how you're raised kind of foundation thing. I think like all of your foundation and your self-esteem and all that stuff is really built when you are super young. Right. And it really helps and decides how you're going to weather things like that. Right. Somebody that was like on shaky ground before, like, you know, that could really damage somebody but you were like raised in a healthy household you had good parents and you were a pretty solid person so even though that was really bad I think that could be really bad for the wrong person like for you you were able to weather it and come out and brush it off like you say and be totally okay which is cool absolutely because to have everybody after your first sexual experience especially right all calling you a slut and a whore like that could be really devastating and can make you want to be even more of a whore do you know what I'm saying like that's what happened I was just like and I was like at that moment I was like oh my god like how is this my fault like yeah especially (laughs) okay yeah that doesn't make any sense you got more of the wrath right because the girl because you were the girl like you were the slut that forced him to have sex so weird yeah but like that's so like the way our culture is isn't it yeah totally i think it's changing now the whole thing that's going on now which is really great but um but yeah that's crazy but it's good that you were able to brush it off and then did you eventually meet this guy because you still sound super young right and so that didn't happen like it's not like how many boyfriends did you have in between that guy and this guy um that guy and I broke up and then I dated the same guy most of my high school experience like off and on for like four and a half years uh-huh um and you and had we were sex, having sex with him and both everything of, was fine yeah and everything was fine and both of our parents kind of knew and he was raised catholic and went like to catholic school uh-huh but like both of our parents are like just be smart like we're not going to tell you you know like you guys are smart kids and we're going to tell you no and you're going to do it anyway so like it was never a Nobody ever shamed us after that first experience. Like I was 
fine. Right. And um, your parents like knew you were a virgin at that point. Yeah. They were, what were they going to say? Like, <laughs> right, right. And I dated casually for a few years and the guy I'm with now I've been with for the last like nine months. Oh, so he's like kind of like a new boyfriend. Now with your other boyfriend, yeah. did you like do any of the stuff like does anyone know about your hookup and all that stuff that went down or no? Um, like not anybody I talk to now. I mean, like people back in the day knew, but it's I don't know. It doesn't even matter anymore. Right. Because. No, but I'm saying only because I'm wondering, like, if you any of these boyfriends that you've dated knew oh, no. that you did that, they would be trying to score the same thing. Like, they'd be, like, so happy, and they'd probably be like, hey, let's go do the same thing. Though maybe so some guys story. wouldn't be on it. Yeah. No, so funny story. Yeah. I was seeing this guy for all, and, like, at this point, I've, like, had sex with two women, like, by myself. Like, I like having oh, okay, sex with we women. Can't, I okay, like having sex with men. we got to go back to that. Okay. <laughs> um, but I was seeing this guy for a little bit and it had been like a couple months. Um, and we went out with like one of his like friends from high school and I was like, how about we bring her home? And she was like, yeah, that would be fun. And he was like, oh, okay, I guess so. And like halfway through, he like kicked us both out of his room. What do you mean? He, like, and it made him so uncomfortable because he was like, I don't like the way she's touching you. Like you're mine. He was jealous. Like, yeah, I was about to, so when I jealous. said most guys would like it, but I said, <laughs> I think that there are some guys that couldn't handle it. And that's a total thing, right? I mm-hmm. think some guys are like that for sure. It's not so like every like, guy would be cool with it. Cause he was like a guy that liked you. Why can't I just find you? a guy who wants me to like, yeah, he told like, he was super into me. He was like, I just got really jealous. I just couldn't handle it. Right. Is that crazy? I'm like, but, I thought every guy wanted this. And so far, I've had two experiences. They're both not really shitty. Yeah, it <laughs> is. It's really weird. But there's so many guys listening right now that don't feel that way. Uh, they're they're out there. You just, I think you just like the really nice guys. Remember you said that? You like the nice guys? I do. Guys? I like really nice guys. Yeah, that's the problem. <laughs> and they're boring. <laughs> yeah, that's the problem. And But you're a nice girl and you're not boring. So there's got to be a guy like you out there that's a nice guy. That's a, What about your guy now? How do you know that he wouldn't be into it? Um, so my, it's a, my guy now, um, I can't wait to hear this. You keep like throwing these things out there after like that. (laughs) I don't see coming. Yeah. We do not have, we probably have sex once every two weeks, maybe. How come? Um, so when he was a very small child, he was very sick and Uh had like a lot of surgeries, Uh um, and had cancer and had a lot of surgeries and different treatments when he was really little. Right. And he cannot have an erection naturally. Oh God, you're kidding. No. And he is 33 and he has spent his, huh? Yeah. But wait, he had like a sickness that affected his penis. Like, did he had like, why can't he get an erection? So he like had like, um, bladder cancer Uh when he was like three. Oh. Oh, and my just like God. different surgeries and just different treatments and yeah. stuff. And like all of his wires getting crossed and shit. And Oh, my um, God. That's crazy. Well, thank God he survived. And, and that's like, yeah, yeah, absolutely. But it like, I mean, if you asked him, it pretty much ruined his life. And oh uh, now is he fertile? Can he have kids? No, he can't. Oh, God. Uh, yeah. So it's like one of those things. So he like so we can have sex, but he like has it's. It's like the same shit like the porn stars use that like it's in like a little vial and you have to like inject it. What is <laughs> like, he? So, I didn't know porn stars use. What is the porn stars inject something? Like what are you talking about? Yeah. So like it's um, 
it's like a Viagra, like times a million. It's like a little vial and you use a syringe and you like inject it into the base of your penis. With a needle? Yeah. Oh, or like you, you put it inside the hole and it goes in or it's a needle thing no, that goes into the skin? It, a needle into the skin. Oh, yeah. This is another one of those things that you just throw out there. Why wasn't this shit in your email? You're like, oh, yeah, so vanilla. That's why I was like, I said that 10 times. Well, my beginning. sex life is vanilla because it's really painful. No, but for my your life is so fascinating. This is all so fascinating. This is like, I've never heard of some. I've never heard of this before. You're like, oh, yeah, with the porn stars. I never knew that. Maybe everyone else does. But like, I, I didn't I, know that there's something actually, you could inject into your penis that or like that. I mean, it's like a Viagra, but like more so to just right, like keep right, right. you rock hard. Okay, so but, um, does it work? I don't know how many porn stars actually do it, but I actually heard it on another podcast they were, like, talking about. He, this guy, they were interviewing him, and he was like, yeah, you're just, like, sometimes you have to do, like, little injections, so make sure you stay hard if the chick's not that hot. Like, Right, right, that's so funny. It was so literally, that's what I just the heard porn it in passing. Right. Yeah, and it made me laugh, because I was like, oh, my boyfriend uses that. <laughs> so wait a second, how long into your relationship is it before he dumps all this stuff on you? Because that's, like, all very heavy stuff. I can't have babies. You know, I can't get yeah. hard. I got to put this, like, I had can't, you know, that's, like, a lot of stuff to take on and start a relationship with someone. Like, when does he decide to tell you that kind of stuff? It was so much stuff, and it definitely came really slowly. Like, um... Let's see, we were hanging out for a while, and we were, like, having sex, but, like, he was always kind of weird about it. Uh-huh. Um, and then we... This is the like, perfect guy to have the open relationship with. Oh, see? It gets better. So oh, okay. The first, <laughs> the first couple times we were having sex, like, the lights were always off, and I was like, okay, you know, whatever, but, like, yeah. I'm 22, and, like, I'm cute as shit. Like, I want the yeah, lights yeah. off. <laughs> um, <laughs> All right. But he... So then we like hit our first like wall because he like has, um, he like had to use a catheter after he had surgery. Uh -huh. And so he had like a bag on the outside. Like that's what they do for kids, I guess. And yeah. so he has like some really nasty scars, like from okay. different surgeries and uh -huh. stuff. That he's self-conscious about. And so he's like about. really physically self-conscious. Right. Okay. He's a good so looking like guy. that was like our first. He's a good he's looking. So, like actually really good looking like, like very handsome right yeah you would have not have to like he is very tall dark and handsome you would have right, no right, idea right. but he just has these scars and he's super uncomfortable about them yeah i think people just kind of made fun of him when he was a kid yeah terrible like, uh -huh. you know that, yeah, that just scars you mm -hmm. um because probably they're not really that like, bad right i mean he's a gorgeous guy like the girls wouldn't care right like i mean is it that I bad mean, they're like they pretty gnarly oh, but like okay. <laughs> i didn't think twice about it like you know it's like I didn't know any of like his past stuff. And I was like, Oh, like I was like, there's a scar there, but like, it wasn't like, Oh my God, what the fuck is that? Like, right, that's what I mean. Like it wasn't yeah, like, no, it's just a scar. Right. Okay, cool. So the lights go out, you see the scar. I mean, the lights come on, you see the scars go on. Yeah. And then, so like, we're fine. And then, you know, fast forward a little while we like start dating officially and it's like, things are good. But then I'm like trying to have sex and he's just like, no, I can't, I can't. And I was like, why the fuck not? And he's like, well, I don't like have anything with me. And I was like, what are you even talking about? Because he was like over at my house and he didn't yeah. have yeah, his what shot. he needed. Right. And uh -huh. so he like literally couldn't. And so then he was like kind of forced to tell me. And mm -hmm. I was like, oh, you know, like I legit had no idea. Yeah, yeah. That, um, I mean, who would ever even hear of anything exactly. like that? Exactly. Yeah. Like, I don't like, never even heard of that. Yeah. Like, <laughs> um, and uh, 
but even then it was like, he was like, you know, I like, because of like my stuff, I just like have to take something and I don't have it with me. And I like assumed that he like had to take a Viagra and I was yeah. like, okay, you know, no big deal, whatever. Okay. Like, um, and then fast forward a while longer and I like found out that he like has to use a catheter to go to the bathroom. And then I found out that he, um, has to do like a full injection. It's not just a pill. Right. Um, but I mean, it all came out over the course of like six months. Mm -hmm. So it was definitely just like a long period of like getting to know him and breaking down walls and like getting to the next spot and breaking down more walls. Yeah. Well, listen, and I mean, it's like, not like the type of thing. I mean, if he was my friend, I would be like, that's the way to do it. Like, cause you want to make a girl like just wind up falling for you and then she's going to be okay with that stuff. Whereas if you tell somebody that too early on before they're hooked and have feelings, like they might be like, it's very easy to be like, see you later. Like, you know, it's just too much. Oh, absolutely. Right. Absolutely. And, um, I mean the last, Actually, one of the first things he told me is that he couldn't have kids. As funny as that is, that one kind of came up first. Right. Okay. Um, which is like whatever. But um, it's so crazy because he's had relationships in the past that have ended because of that, which I mean makes sense because yeah. it's like you're a girl who like, you know, is really sure you want that. Then, then yeah, the I think that that could be. I think a lot of girls when you're young, you don't really know. But I think some girls that are young do know. Right. Uh, mm -hmm. you know, listen, I have a kid now, but like if I went in my twenties, I'd be like, who the fuck cares? But then like way later I had a baby, but there's a lot of other things you could do anyway, you know, so you well, don't know that's what's totally going to happen. That's totally my opinion. Yeah. You and don't... like, there's so many ways to start a family. Exactly. So like if we decide we need to start a family, like there's so many ways to start a family, whatever. Yeah, exactly. So that's so like so could... minor for me. Exactly. You could have the baby. So that's it's like fine. You're super young. Um, mm -hmm. so that wasn't that big of a deal. And then by the time all the other stuff came out, like you're hooked on the guy, right? So, yeah, I mean, we'd been together for six months and that was that, like, <laughs> right. But so, and things are good. So it's like, eh, whatever. Yeah. Except that like you're, but why, when I said like, I was just like, this is, I don't know. Like, I feel like this is a good guy to have an open relationship with because in, if he was into it, right. In a way it could take away a lot of the burden of him being like your number one sort of sexual like person that sort of fulfills you sexually because it's probably like a little like not like a lot on him but like you know for him to feel like he's the one that has to please you when you're he's only fucking you two times a week like two times a week or what'd you say every two weeks I've like every two weeks. Yeah, because of all this stuff that like maybe if you opened up the relationship and you guys like started getting it on and maybe you were doing girls in front of him and like like it could be really good for your relationship because it would take a little of the pressure off of him of feeling like he didn't have to only be the one to satisfy you. Do you know what I mean? Maybe. So I've been like trying to water that seed. Yeah. And like just um but he gets really defensive about it because he's aware of like his like physical limitations. He like feels like Yeah, he's but not this good is why enough. you need to know, but this is why you need to and tell so him your like, stories. Oh. Have you told him your stories? <laughs> I mean, not like graphically. <laughs> but did he knows that you had the three some when you were younger? Uh he knows I've had one. Yeah. He knows you had one threesome. Now, you said you were with two girls solo, too, right? Is that mm -hmm. right? And what yeah. what's the deal with those? Were they friends? Were they just hookups? Like, how did those things, how did the, that come about? Yeah. So, um, just, like, hooked up with a girl. And then I, I hooked up with the same girl twice individually. 
Okay, but like, did you um, just really meet her in that. a bar? Was she like a friend of yours? Like friend of a friend, it? right? Yeah, friend of a friend. She was like having a house party one night, and we were all over there, and we just kind of like went to bed together. I, we were like pretty fucked up the first time, and then like we were like that was kind of okay. So then we we're like we should probably do that again and not be so drunk. And it was great. <laughs> but so the but the first time, like, there's a whole bunch of people there, right? Like, how does it how does it happen? I mean, does it was it just one big orgy where everyone wound up in bed with different people, or like, how is it that you sort of caught eyes with this girl and you guys decided to hook up? Because a lot of times something like that is not sort of like it's not like a guy hitting on a girl in front of people, right? Like, how did it go yeah. to the point where you guys are sneaking off to a room to go have sex? Well. I mean, first of all, it was, like, a pretty big house. Right. And her room was upstairs, and, like, the party was downstairs. So, like, uh-huh. it was easy to, like, sneak away. But, like, we were just, like, hanging out. And I um, I don't really know. I think I just kind of grabbed her by the hand, and I was like, come on. And I think I just brought her to her bedroom. Okay. And so, at that point, you knew you, were, you felt, like, attracted to her. I was super attracted to her. I, like, um... I'm relatively thin and I have like pretty small tits and uh-huh. I like have this thing for huge tits and she had like the nicest rack and I was like, I need them in my face. Right. And like... they were like natural. <laughs> like she was yes. right. And so you were like totally looking at her tits. You're like a guy, right? Like you're just like totally looking at her. Absolutely. You're like, I gotta have those. <laughs> so you yes. grab her. You're the aggressive girl, Miss Vanilla. Oh, yes. So you grab her and say, Let's go, and she was down for it. Yeah, she was like, absolutely. And so we like kind of snuck off and she kind of looked at me and she was like, so if you there's toys in that top drawer. And I was like, okay, cool. I'm glad we're on the same page. Like, yeah, that was like what I needed her to tell me because it was just very like, um, okay, same page. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. And so, but so this she, like, time, did you do everything with each other? Like, did you go down on her? She went down on you. Cause like you said, the first time you hooked up with that girl, you guys barely did anything this time. Did yes. you go to town? Like you did everything. I went to town on her. I went down on her for probably half an hour and it was great. <laughs> and you loved it. And so it was all, like, and I loved it. And that's and when you realized like you're into girls. <laughs> and, um, it was awesome. Cause at the time I had never like had an orgasm like that. Uh huh. But, like, she did, and I gave it to her, and it was, like, Great amazing. for you. Mm-hmm. And I, like, knew that she, like, was kind of into anal, too. And I had her, like, little toy, and I got to, like, please her backside and, like, eat her pussy, and it was awesome. And then she did all that to you? No. <laughs> was she, would she, she pass out? She was just so exhausted from all her orgasms? Yeah, honestly. Yeah. yeah. I was, like, I was, like, totally okay with that. Like, I was, like... Nope, I'm like so fulfilled right now. Like life is good. Like <laughs> right, right, right. Because you got to do everything that you wanted to do and whatever. And so you'll just use those thoughts to get yourself off or whatever, right? Like it's like yeah. Hmm. Honestly, yeah. I was just like, no, that was great. And then we did hook up again, like another time. Right. Because um, after like that, you when said, we you weren't so drunk, be... and then uh-huh. yes, we did do everything. <laughs> and how was that and then that I got time? <laughs> um fun very very fun maybe not as much fun because I probably had a little more inhibition like um I was probably a little more hesitant yeah yeah, like the first time when we were so drunk and just like threw caution to the wind but um but that time she went down on you and you got pleasured and everything was good it was amazing and I was like okay like I guess I'm a little bi and I like never really like thought a whole lot about it but I was like I guess that's what that means I don't fucking know right 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 and that was your two (laughs) hookups with girls and also that first one and so you haven't been with a girl since that girl how long ago was that 
Um, that was probably, so I've, that was probably two and a half years ago. Right. And I have been with one girl since then, but that was the threesome where he like got all weird. Oh, right, right, right. Okay. And like got all jealous. And so that like ended very abruptly. <laughs> but that wasn't this guy. This was another guy, right? Yeah. The threesome that went back mm-hmm. was your other boyfriend, right? A different boyfriend. Now I, this, like, right. This yeah. guy, you're like a serial boyfriend girl, right? Like you just... I'm a serial boyfriend girl for like... You know, like six months to a year ish, like <laughs> is pretty standard for me. I'm like, I'm a boyfriend person. <laughs> what do you mean? Six months to a year, you stay with the guy or you stay single? I don't understand. No, I'm like, generally my relationships are never shorter. Like I don't really do short term ever. Right, I'll right, like, right. Mm-hmm. What's I'm your just, longest like, always have a boyfriend. Re- what's your longest relationship? The last guy, um, the three years? Yeah, like four and a half years, like through high school, like I dated the same guy off and on. Right. Now, this guy, does he know about everything? Does he know about the two, the girl that you hooked up with? Does he know about the threesome that you tried with the last boyfriend? Does he know about the first threesome you had with the guy in church? Like, does he know everything? Um, He knows that I am super attracted to women. He knows that I've been with women. He knows that I've had threesomes. Okay. Um. And just this last weekend, we, like, kind of had a talk where, because, like I said, I've been, like, watering the seed trying to get him to, like, yeah. open the relationship. And yeah. I've, like, acknowledged that that's not going to happen. And he's, like, well, like, maybe, you know, I'd let, like, a girl, like, come in if, like, you could find somebody that you wanted to hook up with. Like, if I could watch, that would be okay. Yeah. And so that's, like, my current uh, mission is well, to, like, find what, somebody. What is he in. not? Okay. He says if I could watch, that would be okay. But what what is that? What is that? What is it that he's saying he's not into? Like, actually fucking the other girl? Like, when he says, like, I'll I'll watch, but I won't what? Like, I don't understand. Um, I don't think he, like, knows if he wants to just because he's so insecure with his own body. Yeah, of course. I mean, that makes sense. But he sense. knows it's something that I want. And so he's like, if I can just like enjoy it and enjoy you and enjoy her and like the experience, then listen, I think he'd probably warm up to it. Oh, yeah, for sure. Listen, if this guy isn't, I think all guys are different, right? And there are some guys that would be too jealous and they can't handle it. And there's the other guy that like they might think that or they don't know and but they see it and they're just fucking into it and it's all good, right? So if it turns out that this guy is into it, he just needs some time to get past all of his insecurities and stuff. And I really think it would be the best situation for somebody like him in his situation. Cause like I said, I really feel like it would take a lot of the, the the load off of him of like sort of feeling like he has to be the person to completely satisfy you when he maybe can't, you know, it's a lot of work for him, right? Like, I don't know. It is. It totally is. And, but he loves you and you love him. And if you could be like a really, you guys in love already or nine months, right? You're in love, right? No. Yeah. We totally say we're in love. Okay. (laughs) All right. Okay. So you guys like love each other, right? And you really care about each other and the sex is okay, but like it, it could take it to a whole other level. And I think you're like the perfect girl for him. You really are. Like he hit the jackpot. He just needs to. I think it's really good news that he said to you, like, I'll just watch. I think you should just take it as slow as he needs to go. Right. Um, Mm -hmm. It's good that he said, if you just want me to watch, I'll do it. Right. Maybe keep the lights down. He could keep his clothes on. Like just, you know, and I think though, Mm -hmm. the more he gets comfortable with it, if he really likes it and the more you do it and he like, I think it's like, it's like great, 
great for him and great for you because I think you I need it (laughs) yeah you want to be with girls like you're bi you're open and you liked uh, also I think maybe eventually you wouldn't mind if he's with another girl with the girl too no not at all like you realized you liked it right Mm -hmm. I wouldn't mind at all and like I trust him like I feel like we're like really good together yeah and I'm like, it would turn me on and like, you'd probably like it. Have so. you said that to him? Have you guys talked about him with the girl too? And he was like, no. I yeah. Would. He's and... not really comfortable with it yet, but right. like, uh, like he's not comfortable with the idea of that. Right. But, but I am. And I think he will grow into it and I'm right here. So. so I think it's, <laughs> well, I think, you know, and he's a nice guy other than like, I mean, it doesn't like he's a, you say you're like always go for nice guys, right? This is a nice yes, guy always. who on a scale of one to 10, what is he? I give him a solid nine. Yeah. So he's a hot guy, right? A solid nine. And no offense, but the fact that he has this defect is like just works in your favor because right? maybe if he didn't have this defect, he'd be out fucking girls behind your back. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> like, no, absolutely. Is, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> I think a, it's made him like the nice, like he's so yeah. compassionate and so kind. Yeah. And I literally, it's because he like hates his physical appearance. Yeah. But, like, <laughs> and he doesn't realize that he's a nine, like he's a nine without the nine personality. You know what I mean? But mm-hmm. he's like, but he's also a nice guy. So you really scored with him, right? Yeah. I, because you got this like really super good looking guy. And like, cause you're a girl. I think it's like different if it was like maybe a guy situation, but like, I think girls, and especially you, because you could sort of like, you're open sexually and you could get your sexual mm-hmm. needs met by multiple people and you like that. But I think, you know, girls are much more forgiving of the stuff that he has and maybe he doesn't understand that. You know what I mean? Um, oh, absolutely. And, but he's like a he is like a, a good catch for you because there's things that you don't have to worry about. And you've got this like really great guy. And I think you're a catch for him because of what I said a million times already is that I think it's the perfect situation for him. He, he can, I'm like hoping so. I think it's a really good sign. <laughs> the fact that he said, I will watch, you just have to hook it up. Yeah. It's just like hard. I'm like in a really small town. Right. Um, in like a suburb, I'm in like a really small suburb of like a so really city, you but like a the, pretty small big city so, so it's, it's just like hard right but instead of you being the unicorn now you're you need to find the unicorn right like you need the girl but like that's every couple's problem is they uh, can't yeah. find unicorns. yeah but what about that girl what about the girl that you hooked up with years ago do you know where she is i mean how long ago is that like can you just do a one-off um, with her and say hey like what's going on like i need to i wanted to have sex with a girl for my boyfriend like is that a chance no um she like kind of got significantly less attractive as we got older. She got what? If we're being to- less attractive as we got older. Oh my god! To but be how perfectly old honest. are you? Aren't you like twenty two? Like what? Did she 22. hit the wall? She hit the wall at twenty two. She just put on like a ton of weight, which is like fine. It's oh, just like okay. not attractive to me. Like college fives or freshman fives or like whatever she went to school and like gained weight or something like that. Because how old yeah. was she? She was twenty, and so two years later, she's just like way heavier. Oh, different girl. Oh, sorry. I was talking about the first girl. No, I'm talking about the, the girl, girl with the big tits that you really liked. So I don't live out there anymore. She lives about two oh. hours away. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Um, Probably would do it again. I think like, you should try her. probably would. But why don't she you... just lives kind of far. That was the only reason I never even thought about it. Yeah, that's the girl you should try it with. Just to get... Because what happens is if you... 
get her, right? And if, is he a mm-hmm. boob man, right? He doesn't have those big boobs with you. So maybe that'll be good for him too. You know what I mean? Like he'll really like mm-hmm. that. He gets to watch you with a girl. And then if he really likes it, then you got him in. And then you could, and then if he's on your side and he's really into it, maybe it's a little bit easier. Maybe you could find couples and like, you know, maybe then it's not just the mm-hmm. girl, you know, maybe it just opens that door. But I think because you got the okay of him saying, I I wouldn't mind. I'll watch. You know, you got to hook that up. You got to make that happen. I know. I'm like, he only told me that a week ago, though. So like, I, it's it's still pretty new. So yeah, I'm yeah, just like happened. on the hunt. I'm scouting. No, but, but that's yeah, really I didn't even good... think about asking her. Yeah, ask her. I mean, good you idea. Guys, <laughs> yeah, and you could meet in the middle. Like, you guys could be like, well, let's meet in the middle somewhere, or she could drive to you, or like, you know, but tell her the situation. I think that that's like a great safe sort of thing. And um, but I think it's a really good sign that he did that, and I think it'll be really good for your relationship I think you'll eventually get there with him you know it's just a matter of time and situation and and whatever but uh I think that and I do think it'll help your relationship with him and I think he'll be really happy I hope so it's just like hard because I like love everything else about our relationship but like our sex life is kind of shitty yeah, I just what, need more of it, so I'm, like, dying. <laughs> and anybody, I mean, he's, like, not that old. You know, I mean, any girl is going to need more, but most girls mm-hmm. are not going to be, like, I want to get more from somebody else. Do you know what I mean? Most girls yeah. are going to be traditional girls, vanilla girls. You think you're fucking vanilla. You're 100% <laughs> not. Okay. Oh, we didn't but, even talk about the fantasies that we said we were going to exactly. talk about. We didn't even get there. <laughs> yeah, we, can have, we have, like, five minutes to get there. But, it, I was you know, say you we're out of time. No, but you, you are not that girl. You know, most girls will be frustrated and then there's like a big problem in the relationship because long term, how are you going to make that last, you know? But I think long term in a situation where if you have an open relationship like this and you, and you enjoy other people and you could bring other people and there's no jealousy and everyone's okay with it or you're by and you, you could bring girls in and he's like that could really help the relationship last. And, you know, because like, listen, sex isn't the only, it's not a, it's not the main thing in a relationship, right? Like, I mean, you have everything else and the sex isn't great, but this could help it and bring it up to speed. And then, you what's what's missing right whereas if he's with a if he's with a regular girl and that doesn't want to do that because most girls wouldn't be into that you know they're just going to be frustrated and and you know want him to sort of step it up and he's incapable of it because of stuff that he went through poor guy you know but he's okay right and he found yeah he's alive and well and And i'm like you were like a gift you're like yeah you're a gift that came into his life this is a good you're a good girl for him and you guys could <laughs> no you could really go the distance with someone like this i really if he was my friend i'd be like you fucking snag this girl Get well it. i actually I mean? met him because he's friends with my brother and my oh, brother really? was like my brother told him to ask me out like <laughs> did he know all his stuff no he not did. at all oh, my brother just thought he was a really good dude right and um he right. was like we were all hanging out one night and my brother kind of in casual conversation told him that he should ask me out. Right. And like in casual conversation, he told me that like he wouldn't care if I went out with his friend. Wow. And, and um, now did you ever tell yeah. him all this stuff? Like, did he know? Like, does he know now? No. Okay. Right. No, no he's cool. like really private about everything. So we just like, 
and that's fine and I can respect that and it's not oh, really yeah. my business to so. No, that's heavy stuff what he went through. I totally get it. And, and it is nobody's business because that's like But that's, it is heavy to know cuz I like can't tell anybody and it is heavy and like he has so much baggage and sometimes I'm just like god I have to tell somebody. Right. So. Well, you just told me and all the thousands <laughs> I know of people it feels that really good to my podcast. <laughs> and you know maybe when you guys I think you know opening up your relationship and having fun and maybe bringing in other people like I think that could all be like super healing for him and good for him in a way because you know I think it'll it's it's sad what he went through but it's the past and he has those scars and he has this stuff but like it would be helpful if like more people could know about it for him and be accepting of it and he could just have sex and be more sort of like positive about it do you know what I mean like I think it just be help him I do too. I just think he's like so normal. Like everything yeah. else about him is so normal. And I wish like I want him to get to the point where he also thinks he's normal. Yeah, but I think you like... can help him. But that's why I'm happy that he met you. I think that you could help him because you're like this really together, normal, healthy girl who happens to really be open minded and into a lot of like things sexually and to bring that to him somebody who is like damaged sexually you know what I mean in a way because of stuff that happened I think you could you your thing could, could really be good for him so I have high hopes and I can't wait for the update I want like I say in three months you have already fooled around with a girl in front of him I hope so she's that's dang I, I hope think. so <laughs> that's what I think I make predictions and most of the time they're right three months okay three months huh? yeah yeah I mean what's her face is moving to the island Who's what's her face? The big what, because girl? Of your last pod. No, your last podcast you just did. You like predicted that she would wouldn't oh, go, and she oh, totally is going. So. Yeah. Oh, no, I predicted she wouldn't go. Right? I was wrong. Yeah, that's not a good so one to bring knows? up. <laughs> <laughs> no, and this no, but that was that was bad. This one, this is what I think. Three months. I give you three months. You're gonna have a thing with him, and I hope he could get past it. And if he has a if he has a little bit of a problem at first, that's okay. Just work with him. But I can't wait to hear it. We get the update on this show. And then we'll, we'll talk about your fantasies there, too. Because you're okay. coming back yeah, on. Yeah, sounds good. Miss Vanilla. Oh, I hope so. Miss Sarah <laughs> Vanilla. That's not Vanilla. Alrighty. <laughs> All right. Kimi Posa, thanks so much for calling in. This was like Absolutely. a really interesting Thank you. story. Okay, bye. Oh, thanks. Bye. Bye. Do you have a story, lifestyle, or situation you can't talk about to anyone, to anyone? Or do you just want to let your freak flag fly and be on the show? Well, Strictly Anonymous wants to hear from you. Send us an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com with your story and your anonymous name. And remember, everything is Strictly Anonymous.